For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Get your horns up because here we go. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks, writer Alex Tostinokosopoulos, our boy, the Quan Cosby, is off today. Gentlemen, here's how I want to start things. We oftentimes talk about the vibe of our fan base. And Junior Angelou, who's a starting offensive lineman, goes down. Isaiah Nair, who's a major grad, who's a major, sorry, transfer goes down from Wyoming. We thought he was going to be the wide receiver too next to Xavier Worthy. Goes down. Both guys, horrible knee injuries done for the season. Roshan Johnson, who is a guy I pretty much talk about or try to talk about every single show, out four to six weeks. The vibe and the from different... Now. From now. Yeah. The vibe... So he could miss two games, maybe. Yeah. The vibe I am seeing in all the various groups I am in is absolutely horrible. And to me, that just culminates an irony in everything we discuss about our fan base. It's so ironic that the people that fashion themselves to be the biggest fans have already brought in this negativity. First of all, we have Whittington coming back. We have the best running back in college football. We have a top five wide receiver. We have Troy O'Meary coming back. New tight end. New tight end, and on top of that, we have Jatavian Sanders, who was a big tight end recruit. Also, Why did, are, we, did we forget about the new quarterback that we have too? Quinn Ewers, and they're all oh, Quinn's not looking good. Hudson's taking first team reps. I'm at the point of this. And we'll get into the AP poll. I'm at the point of best player play. If we've paid Quinn or Quinn's been paid all this money, but Hudson looks better and we win games with Hudson, at this point, I don't care. I want the best guy in. I would love for the conversations to be about our personnel that we do have on the field because now we have not had an air at all. He didn't play for us before, not going to play for us this year. Yeah. Angle is a bit of more of a loss because we needed the depth on the offensive line. Clearly, we saw it was evident in the Arkansas game. We have Alabama week two. But for me, how are we going to use both of these tight ends? How are we going to run the damn football with Bijan? How do these two guys, Sanders and Billingsley, I'm talking about, how do we use them now to mask the loss of a major guard and interior offensive lineman? How do we run the football now with Keelan Robinson, who showed great sports last year? How do we implement Troy O'Meary, a guy that we were really high on? Remember we were high on him last season? He was like, okay, that's a guy that's going to break out for us. Mm-hmm. And he didn't because of injury. Yeah, there, Texas... And it's always been this way. 
is the sense of entitlement because we are Texas. And the fact that you're seeing all this negativity does not shock me whatsoever. People, you know, we lose Angulao, we lose Nair, you know, Roshan for a little bit, and people are already up in arms and saying our season's over. Well, it's a wide receiver and it's a center and it's a backup running back. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's depth. And yes, those are big positions. But at the same time, there are there are eight other positions on the field when they're playing, especially on that side of the ball. Yeah. And there's 11 more on the other side of the ball. So you got to really just be optimistic and trust the process a little bit because we're preseason ranked number four in the big 12. We finished dog shit in the standings last year. Mm -hmm. Didn't go, didn't go over 500 losing record. Can't get much worse. It really cannot get that much worse. So mm -hmm. stay positive. I mean, there's a, a new regime here. You know, this is the second year that Sark comes in and it takes time. We've said it time and time again. Kirby Smart took five years to win himself a national championship at Georgia. It's not going to happen overnight, but we could make some headway this year, especially with our running back, who's a Heisman favorite. You know, Quinn Ewers even getting some Heisman love. I mean, sure, he's having a shaky camp, but he can bounce back. You know, maybe it just takes time. Yeah, I mean, let's get used to the new system. But I think there is a, a cross-section where positivity and high expectations can meet. Yep. Like, I, I love the Rex Ryan thing I've seen lately. It's like last year we flew under the radar. It's like, F that. You want expectations to be high. I don't understand. We have had recruiting class after recruiting class. Baylor has had the biggest turnover in the Big 12. They're ranked number 10. Do you think they go, all right, well, we'll probably underwhelm. You know, it's cool to be ranked 10, you know, in the first, you know, AP poll preseason. But we've had so much turnover. No, Aranda's like, I'm going to plug and play and play my game. And that's what Sarkeesian was brought in here to do. He's not, yeah, recruiting's great. It's awesome to slap ass, chest bump, and high five every time we get a four or five star. He's brought in to implement his offense. The offense that we saw were pretty much the Alabama team can score on first and 10 and 25 in the first play of the game. We want that. Xavier yeah. Worthy had 12 touchdowns with Casey Thompson. No offense to him as our quarterback. As a freshman. As a freshman. He was, was playing high school football there before. Yeah. I mean, I would not be shocked if Xavier adds three more touchdowns to his season. It's mm -hmm. 15. I would not be shocked there. I would not be shocked if Bijan leads the league in rushing. I mean, this this is a team that is fully capable of winning big games. And that's really what it's going to come down to. Taking care of business on not the easy games, but taking care of business on the lesser opponents. I'm talking the Kansases. I'm talking, you know, the West Virginias, the the TCUs, the Texas Techs. You got to take care of business in those games. And then being competitive in the big games. I'm not saying that we have to go out and beat Bama. I would love for that to happen. But let's be competitive in that game. Let's not get blown out because that just you lose the morale. You lose you lose the the energy from the team and from the fan base when you're getting blown out in games. So Texas OU, Texas Oklahoma State, Texas Bama, those are the ones that I'm highlighting on my schedule that we need to at least keep it close there. We have more talent. Yeah, I mean I think I think the talent question is really imperative in this discussion and the the bad vibes that you're hearing from different chats josh uh it's it's not necessarily warranted because we're talking we about a game yet we, we haven't played a game yet and we're talking about keelan robinson who would be a starting running back for most college football teams 100 percent. right talking about nayer who 
two weeks ago, I was seeing a list of all of our wide receivers that are in that room and people are, you know, they have gripes and complaints about how our number six and number seven guys aren't going to get any PT and that they think they might be the most talented guys in the mix. That's what happens when you have a program with that much talent is injuries occur because that's part of football. So for us to, to start ragging on this team and, and what their potential can be without adding the perspective that this happens to every other college football team, to every right. NFL team. And and now we want to, we want to pick nits because it's happening right now. I mean, look at, look at Alabama when John Mechie got hurt, right? I mean, you could go down the line and talk about major Waddle players. Waddle got hurt get, too. Waddle, right? Like Olavi and Wilson are going to the draft. They're done. Their number one and two guys are gone from Ohio not, state. Right. Not only do guys leave, but guys get injured and the programs that are, consistently in the college football playoff are there because the structure and foundation of their program is intact yeah, and, and they're, they're bringing talent again and again and again. So we have to trust Sark at a, at a certain point in his in year two to be building that, to be, to be taking steps forward, to be coming to taking Texas, you know, to, to the type of program that it was when Quan was playing there. I wish he would, he was here to comment on that. We'll have to ask him about it next week when we, we touch base with him, but um, you can't get worried. You can't get, th- you can't throw in the towel. We haven't played a game yet. You know, like it's just, if you wanted to be fickle in years past and we lost three games and then you want to throw in the towel. Okay. That I can actually, I could rationalize because it makes a little bit more sense mm-hmm. Then yes, we're not winning the big 12. Then yes, we're not going to the college football playoff, but we, we haven't taken a snap yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, sorry, Nick. No, it's it's okay. It's it's just, you know, I think the Texas fans are just so loose to the mediocrity of the recent years that they're already counting us out because we've just seen so many horrible Texas football seasons within the last 15, 15 seasons. And they're already preparing themselves for the worst. I really believe that this could be a different season. So you're right, Toss. We have not taken a single snap yet. And people are still up in arms, which is ridiculous. And that's just never going to stop. That's just kind of how Texas fans are. It's the sense of entitlement, but also the sense of what was me. My team sucks. Why is, why is Texas not good? Like we should be good. It takes time. It, it does take time, but we can do it. We can make this turnaround. Let me ask you guys this. I don't think, sorry, one, one more thing. I don't Please. think the players have the same sense of, of, of what's going on as fans do. I don't think that they're that they're reacting like this. I think Nair goes down, Angulao goes down, Roshan goes down. They're like, you know what? Next man up. We get it. Like those are our boys. We feel bad for them. But you know what? We've got guys on this team that can step up and be playmakers. I don't think that's how I think that's how they're viewing it, not like how the fans are. Chance. You think Brady goes down, Matt Castle's like, oh God, I have to get in the game. No. Tom Brady going down made his entire career. It's a chance. It's an opportunity to play for those guys. I completely agree with you. Let me ask you two things. One, was the offense really the most glaring issue? No. No. So we're sitting here like, yeah, the defense is. So maybe we're sitting here in a position of like, how do we have a guy like Ovia Gofu get, you know, seven, seven, eight sacks versus our entire team getting like 20 last year. How do we have a guy like Overshawn have a all big 12 season? How do we get after the quarterback? The big 12 is vulnerable, man. 
how do we get a guy like Anthony Cook go from like, you know, honorable mention, like we discussed last time, to at least second team Big 12? And if we're in a position where Whittington's healthy and Quinn or who Hudson, if it is Hudson, is 20% better than the guy playing last year, the quarterback we had in place last year, what do you think our record's going to be? We're a quarter away. We're a quarter away from beating OU. There was points in the Bay or the game. The Oakley. The only game. The only game that was really out of hand was the was the Arkansas game and the Iowa State game. The Kansas game. Our team's going tit for tat with them, and they're and they're just scoring us like it, it's like the national championship in basketball. And it, Remy Martin and, and 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 the other crew was on the on the court. You know, like we have to put in pressure defensively. Like PK has to stay. He also has to step up because if he's not performing well as a defensive coordinator, guess what? We have Gary Patterson. He's in the mix now too. So pressure's on everybody. Put some pressure on Sarkeesian. You're brought in to do what you did at Alabama and that was have the most high octane offense. Saban's a defensive guy. You were running the offense. Yeah, I mean, injuries aside, you're already being quote-unquote, disrespected, right, in the AP poll because you're not listed as a, a top 25 team right now. and Which I love. Which is I great. Like, I like putting the chip on the shoulder. We're, we're basically 27, right, because yeah. 26 is Tennessee, and then with the second most votes is Texas. Yeah. Um, we win week one. We're probably getting in the top 25. I'd like to think so. Very you likely. Think- you think they're like, yeah, you're we're 27 right now. And if you're 27 and you're looking up ahead of you at 25 and 24 and you're seeing BYU, who I'm sick and tired of, by the way, and Houston, you better have you that better. you That's blood, dude. Blood in the water. If that can't fire you up, I don't know what can. I don't know at that. At that point then maybe our problem of like, hey, Texas has become a tough place to play. USC, Miami have become tough places to play because of the city and what else the city has to offer, which is something we've discussed. And maybe that's like the only thing I could point to. Or maybe once again, we don't have the right guy in place. But if we have a season, the pressure should be on Sarkeesian. Herman wasn't great, but he wasn't awful. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't a good he just wasn't a player's coach. He just wasn't a good guy. He wasn't a good dude. Matt Rule came in and fixed Baylor. Miranda, uh, Rule's gone. It's Baylor. Miranda don't miss a beat. You know, Dana Holgerson goes to Houston from West Virginia. Why is he doing that? They're ranked ahead of us. He's going to the big his he's I saw I read an article on him today in ESPN. Going to the Big 12 next year. Whenever he goes in a couple of years, he's go, he, his goal is to go in as as a top tier dog and run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Big Twelve only has three teams, top twenty five. ACC has five. SEC has six. Big Ten has five. PAC has, I think, three as well. So. It's very much a, from a macro perspective, prove it to us, Big 12. Prove that outside of Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma, that that you have teams that can compete. But we know very well, being Texas fans, that 
we are criticized very highly, but we are also lauded and praised very highly as well, right? So if we start winning games, we fly up those boards. That's just the fact of the matter. We we fly up the boards quicker than most teams do. We should, you know what? Good. And here's the deal: we have a we have a transfer QB coming in. So does Pittsburgh. They're in the top twenty-five. They do not get the same level of recruits as we do. Not even close. Yeah, they couldn't even sniff us if we put our asses in their face. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, new QB. You think Lane Kiffin? That Ole Miss has a tougher schedule than we do. Fact: they have a better record than us. Prove, proven point. Sarkeesian's flopping as a coach. You think Lane Kiffin is? He's licking his chops. He's got Jackson Dart or Altmeyer, whoever they start in Ole Miss. He's got Zach Evans. He's bringing in guys too, and they're ready to ball. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to tell me. Wake Forest has more talent on their roster than we do. I can't argue that they do. Honestly, they don't. They really I, don't. I barely know where Wake Forest is. Like, I have an idea. I don't even. <laughs> I have an idea of where that is. It's back on the road, bro. I know. I'm well, saying. no. I mean, I think. I think the AP conversation is pretty clear, right? Those three teams that you just listed, they all won more than nine games last year. Mm-hmm. They were, they it's were a good. reflection of last season for sure. It is a reflection. I, of last I season. truly believe that our season last year was a big fluke. I think we were way better than our record showed. There was something in the locker room that wasn't right. Hopefully it got corrected this season. Instability at the quarterback was definitely one of them. Shaky defense was another, but we were in almost every single game. Every we were, single we game. Were, we were winning. Almost we were winning. Season. We blew so many leads. Can't close. I mean, Fourth quarter, third quarter, like we came close on every single game. There's maybe one game that we did not play very well, and that was Iowa State. Horrible. But you know what? Yeah, we stunk that game. You're right. But we were in it at the half. Were we not winning at the half or we was close to half, maybe down by three against Iowa State? We, we honestly might have been winning every game at half. I don't remember exactly. Definitely more than more than like seven or eight. Yeah, but the issue is, is this is a new team, right? This is not the same team. So you're not correcting, you're correcting some mistakes from last year, but you're also a whole new Brand set new of problems are going to be introduced mm-hmm. that you're going to have to solve. Um, but you also have some new tools in the toolbox that you can help solve those problems. So exactly. So let's put actionable items to it. Yep. You lose a guard. Great. You have two tight ends in the mix, two heralded guys. Yep. Run you guys, the football. You always say it all the time. You know, we got all these new tools and iron sharpens iron. So we got to get some of our veteran guys out there that have had success to rub off on the young guys and the new guys in the program. Banks is going to start right away. Campbell's going to start right away. I mean, they're already taking first team reps and they're freshmen on the line. So those guys will make big impacts, but you got to get your senior leaders, your junior leaders, the guys who were here last year to step up. Bijan's got to be very outspoken in the locker room. X-Men's got to be outspoken. We already know Overshawn's that team leader on the defense. Keep it up. You know, iron sharpens iron. These young guys need to be rubbed off on. And if things are, this is it for Bijan. Yeah. This is our last year. Stock. This is our last year with Bijan Robinson, most likely at the running back. Position. Yeah. And this is his chance to cement himself as the first running back to be taken in the NFL draft, which already looks like might be the thing, but leave no doubt whatsoever. Leave no doubt. This, also- is, this is your, your last chance to win a Heisman. Or be in the go in the first round. How tough is it for a running back going in the first round? That doesn't happen very often anymore. 
Gone mm-hmm. are the days, unless you know you're the New York Giants and you're high on crack cocaine, where you're taking your running back in the top five. In the top five, Ten. I mean, if he doesn't get taken in the first round, though, I think someone's, I think someone's missing out. I yeah. wouldn't be. I would be. They'd be missing out. Yeah, of course, he's an unbelievable player. But how many times last year we're like, ooh, more pass game. Get him involved in the. Get the ball in that dude's hands any which way. I don't care how. Get the he, ball. I mean, he 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 broke some some passes uh, off for some some big plays for sure. That's he's a do it all back. That's why I say. Like, yeah, he just needs the ball in his hands. He, he can really he can really do it all, and he has the the frame to sustain in the NFL yeah. um, and be a three down back, which is not not many guys do. You know, and Keelan doesn't have the frame, right? Ke- Keelan's uh, he's going to be thrust into a position that I could see him really prospering in the NFL as, as a spellback where he catches a lot of passes and he just got dynamite speed and he'll get a lot more opportunities. And I know we've, we've all um, liked him for a year now, right? He's been with the, the horns for a year after transferring from Alabama, um, but he's going to get an opportunity. He's certainly, he's a considerably different player than Roshan Johnson. So he'll be tested from a blocking perspective. Um, but I actually think that, him getting limited snaps and Roshan getting more touches was taking away one of our weapons in some respects, right. That we sure. had at, at our disposal. So it's, it's going to be interesting. And if, if wit is back healthy, I mean, that's our one, two, those are our top two receivers, whether Nayer's health, Nayer's gone for the, the season now. So it doesn't really matter at he, this point, but he's great. He's a great security blanket. He's yeah. always open in like the in the eight to ten yard range, and you in and he's a bruiser. I love the point about Keelan. Like everyone's like, oh McFadden, Felix Jones, the dynamic, and they are amazing. They're amazing duo. But the third running back is Peyton Hillis, also a pro. Like that, they you could have multiple guys getting the rock, and like McFadden was like the unbelievable running back, can't miss running back, Bijan. Roshan's a great spell back, you know, the, the guy that's number two. And he's people do believe that he in the at least in the Big 12 conversation, that he's in the mix there. That's Felix Jones. But like I'm not saying there's the same type of player, but get Keywin his touches. You know what I'm saying? I and I, I just we have two six four tight ends in Billingsley and Sanders. If you're with if you're 10 yards from the red zone and you got and Quinn's what everyone thinks he can be, a guy that can really put it anywhere. That's got to be a nightmare for the. Are they play action? Remember how often did, did on the inside, you know, going right in, right down the seam. Baker play action. Mark Andrews play action. Mark Andrews. Yeah, make that happen. I mean, I think to be the tight ends, that really shows like the imprint that Sark is having. Because I feel like at least for our tenure of being there, not that we didn't have talented guys, but they have. They've really, they've really shaped out to be, for the most part, if you look at tight ends on our previous rosters, um, they've been like kind of old school tight ends, right? Kind of bruiser guys, but like you want those guys, but, but he, Billingsley can, he can stretch the field too. Yeah. So he's a true, true talent coming in. Right. Um, I, I love the guys that are, that are gritty. I mean, we had one of them on, what was it a month ago? A guy like Daylaw, right? But yeah, you know, the fact of the matter is what he can do when he's got the ball in his hands is different than what Billingsley is going to be able to do when he has the ball in his hands. Um, now it's can Billingsley block like a beast because we need we'll need him to for sure. But I just feel like I, I feel like Sark 
is going to introduce more tight ends of that style that are more similar, honestly, to what the pro style looks like now with guys like Kelsey and Waller. And, um, you know, you mentioned Mark Andrews who are pass catchers first before they are blockers. Yes, they can do both, but, um, I'm, I'm, that's again, tools in the toolbox. That's not really a tool we've been, we've been working with for the last five to seven years. I mean, yeah, Wiley, right. Is I guess more of a pass catcher, but like he was so, he was so big. He's just kind of an anomaly as to, as far as like, can he do everything? Not, he, we couldn't even play him every snap. These yeah. guys are more athletes. Like you're saying. Yeah. They're more athletic and let's use them. Okay, we don't have Nair. Cool. How do we? I was, you know what? Nair was just a great, great added piece. And there's no doubt that he would have been awesome. But I genuinely think that these tight ends, I would love to see. Now my focus is there. And that's where it have to be. Okay, guy goes down. Where's our focus? How do we meet this? How do we meet just the big programs can can match this? Um, but yeah, I just want people to be positive. We'll get Quan back next week. Hopefully we'll tease it. We're supposed to have him this week. Um, staff doing the schedule, but Lendell White coming on to talk USC, one Texas. One of these days we're going to get him. It's going to be electric. He's hilarious. Talk similarities, USC, Texas. Talk USC, Texas, obviously. Rose Bowl. Um, but get excited about that. And a lot of great guests and a lot of great anal- analysis coming your guys' way. Josh Fisher, Alex Tossman, Rock Disciples, Nikki Snacks, Kreider. Of course, the Quan Cosby. We'll see you next time. Horns up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.